0: You're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt,
1: Tabitha, and Lydia.
0: Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another edition of the Artist Alley Spotlight. Uh, I'm joined tonight with uh, Wells Thompson and Dalton K. Shannon, here to talk about uh, Mechaton. Hey guys, how you been? Pretty good.
1: Been good, yeah, good to be back. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, any any time. So, uh, the Kickstarter for Mechaton Volume 1 is live. Uh, For those who haven't tried this comic yet, what is Mechaton all about?
2: uh mechaton is a sci-fi uh rule of cool comic about a glove that turns anything it punches into a mech a brother and sister that find it the single brain cell that they share and the kaiju shenanigans that ensue light-hearted it's very action comedy it's very like old school tsunami saturday morning cartoon kind of vibes uh it's it's scott pilgrim meets pacific Rim.
0: and for anybody who hasn't read this yet uh you need to. Uh, it's it's so fun. I wanted to like make the excuse to reread it before today's interview, mm-hmm. but life happened. But, um, yes. Can't blame you. <laughs> so there's a standard and a deluxe edition of this collected volume. Uh, what's the difference between the two?
1: Uh yeah, so the standard edition is going to have uh all five issues of the series, the entire first arc, 108 pages. Uh, So you'll be able to get the entire story. Uh, And it also has a cover gallery of all the variants we've been able to do. been able to work with a lot of great artists on this book. And uh, we wanted to kind of showcase them in a gallery. Um, But then the Deluxe Edition has a ton of really cool bonus stuff. Like um, we have unreleased scripts, uh, unreleased pitch documents, uh, some art that has never seen the light of day. Um, Just uh, some commentary from from Wells and I. And it's... uh, really kind of the ultimate package for this this first act of Mechaton that uh, you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. So,
0: issue five, no spoilers, but issue five <laughs> ended at kind of a pretty pivotal moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what can you, you know, like, after, after this first volume, what can you tell us about what's coming up next for Mechaton? Uh, I think the...
2: I mean, the stakes get a lot higher. Uh, for uh, you, you, get a lot more understanding about what's going on with the glove. We get like a full—you—you you meet the person who made it, um, and and we, you get kind of a full breakdown of what's going on. Uh, so it's not just what the characters have discovered. We we really start to come into our own of what this thing can really do. Uh, and uh, we we sort of uh, evolved from the very uh, localized story that we were telling into a much larger uh, beast. Uh, so yeah, all that all that yeah, is coming
1: it gets
0: bigger. And <laughs> aliens, uh, they're there too. And hey, you can't forget about the aliens. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of along those lines,
1: any future mechs that you want to tease? Oh,
0: the there's.
1: <laughs> oh so, yeah the the pain forest mech um yeah we actually get to see uh derek start making mechs out of more uh non-traditional things so instead of you know punching just a car uh he can maybe punch a tree maybe so what happens there what happens when he punches rocks what happens when he punches a whole host of objects that you thought were probably off the table but uh nothing is off the table. Yeah. So uh, you so what's get cool that, What's cool with that particular mech is that we start to see what happens.
2: Uh, are that like, it's not just punch a thing and that's what you have to work with. You can build on to whatever you've made. So you start to get weird combinations of stuff. Yeah. But that's kind Some of a customizable
1: uh, yeah. mechs. Yeah, so you don't just have to have a mech made out of trees. You can have a mech made out of trees and a hot dog cart. I don't know what you're going to do way. with that. But... that we create <laughs>
2: That way, when we create the action figures, you can mix and match them, and it's still will right.
1: <laughs> Now you're just teasing them.
0: So uh, I want to go back to the Kickstarter itself, because in addition to the standard and deluxe versions, uh, you've also got some pretty cool add-ons that people can get as well. So tell us a little bit about uh, what else people can get with this Kickstarter.
2: Absolutely. So you, uh, still have the opportunity at least now to grab, uh, all of our, uh, single issues from Ekaton. So if you like, uh, collecting the floppies, if you're, if you're in the collecting mood, uh, you can absolutely grab those. We have stickers, we have posters, uh, and we have copies of all of our, uh, all, all of the other stuff that we work on, uh, be, I, I don't think we're we're offering Frankenstein the Unconquered with this one uh, quite yet. Uh, but you do have uh, we, we do have several anthologies and uh, things that we've guest star- uh, guest appeared in uh, that you can grab alongside your copy of Mechaton. Nice.
0: And I was I was looking too. Like there are a couple of prints that are offered that just look so cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Uh yeah and the uh, Sergecunha and beck kubrick do the do the two main prints that we uh, we offer uh and the serge surge one, which is this big badass like battle stance uh looks like the cover of a of a dragon Ball Z dVD case uh, that you can uh, get in a metal print as well. It's a little smaller, but uh yeah no, I, there's there's lots of ways to enjoy the art on this
0: one uh so. Which characters in Megaton do you feel like you're the most like or, you know, that you maybe, like, connect
1: to more? Ooh. I am the waifu shop operator. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anything happening to my waifu. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think I uh, probably... Like if I'm being honest, I'd probably relate to Derek the most is just like you know, uh a laid back kind of guy who wants uh to just you know play video games and and have a good time with his with his friends uh there's a little bit of of me in every character uh so it's hard for me to be like, who do you relate to most? I'm like, they're my children um <laughs> but yeah, I think my my favorite character right is hex uh because they they feel like they don't belong in the genre that we're in <laughs> and uh and and they're really curmudgeony about it so they get they often get a lot of the best lines but uh, yeah and and leah is, is a joy as well uh, she's such a good springboard off of everyone else and and sort of is opinionated and and very uh full of herself so has a lot of big moments too they're all great i i don't have uh a really a favorite in particular but uh but, yeah, I, I see myself in all of them a little bit.
1: Yeah, and if you, yeah. if you pay close attention to uh, Derek and Leah, uh, you'll find that their working relationship is uh, probably what like Wells a- and I go through. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of, sh- like, passing the brain cell back and forth and trying to figure out how to make this thing work.
0: Yeah, I... I wish that I could be as cool as Hex, but I've accepted the fact <laughs> that I never will be. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can't. It, it, no it's an can. effortless... It's a, it's effortless <laughs> on their part. Like, yeah. you can't try. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you guys, you've been on the podcast a few times now, and so I thought that it would be kind of fun to do, like, a little bit of a round of, like, this or that. So I did not give these to you uh, earlier. You don't know what I'm about to ask, but just kind of, like, Spitfire... You know, what do you prefer, this or that? Uh, mm. Going to start off, uh, indie comics or Marvel and DC? Indie, 1,000%.
1: Uh, it really depends on the mood I'm in. I'm, I'm more of a bread and butter superhero guy, but uh, indie books are, well, I mean, we make indie books, so they're pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I
0: find myself having more fun with indie books, uh, but obviously mm. there's always going to be that Marvel and DC book than I have to get as well. Um, When writing, are you a plotter or pantser?
1: Oh. Pantser. I'm a pantser, 100%.
2: Yeah, I'm a plotter. This is why we work well together. Uh, (laughs) Dalton's very in the moment, bantery, like, let's, you know, let's have fun while we're here, and and you get a lot of those great uh, 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 moment-to-moment fun, kind of uh, exciting uh, uh, exploration moments out of that. Uh, unexpected moments out of that. And then I'm the one who keeps the wheels on the wagon to make sure we don't completely
1: mm-hmm.
0: fly off the rails. <laughs> uh, do you prefer riding early morning or late at night? None of the I'm above.
1: Way, yeah, I'm <laughs> way too tired both times to do either I, of
0: that. <laughs> I, I generally start
2: writing around uh, 11 or noon. So I guess for me, that's early morning. But <laughs> yeah, so like 11 or noon to... Depending on how uh, how good I'm feeling, uh, like between two and four p.m., that's usually so the middle chunk of my day.
1: Yes, that's probably about when I write too. Because you're not catching me writing before eight a.m. and you're not catching me writing after six p.m. Like it, no, brain's done <laughs> after that.
0: So, would you rather live in Gotham City or Metropolis? Oh, Who picks problems? Gotham? Who picks I don't Gotham? Think anyone would pick Go-
2: Gotham. No. Ew. What I will say about it is that I probably live in real life Gotham. I live in Chicago, which is uh, <laughs> where most of the time Gotham is shot. Uh, there's that really iconic building in, in both the Batman and, uh, and, and the Dark Knight that you look at. And when you're from here, you're just like, that's the LaSalle. But like, I know that building. I passed by that
1: building.
2: <laughs> um, so I guess I am living in Gotham, and I do love it. But if you're asking which I prefer from the comics, yeah, it's Metropolis, because Metropolis doesn't seem like a shithole. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> of the two, Metropolis seems like a way better place to live.
1: Oh, 100%. Uh, you know, Keystone sounds great. Uh, if it's not getting nuked, Coast City is probably pretty good. Uh, Star City, like, uh, they're all better than Gotham
2: gotham to be fair gotham is in new
0: jersey and who wants to live in new jersey nobody oh yeah good point i i didn't i didn't think about that part <laughs>
1: <laughs> um graphic novel or single issue
2: oh graphic novel
1: yeah single issue has my heart <laughs> and by heart i mean i'm addicted like i need the drip feed i yeah I can't sit I can't sit in one full session with a book hardly anymore. I have to it, it's if it's got to be in like twenty to thirty page increments yeah i I buy more
0: single issues than graphic novels, but mm-hmm. like I'll also like life will get in the way and everything. And so like I'll end up reading like five or six issues of a comic book at a time. so it's like,
1: yeah.
0: probably <laughs> should mad. just go with graphic <laughs> novels, but yeah, I. Even for like
2: single issues that I'm really excited about, like uh, like Hot Girl, uh, that that came out recently, and I was keeping, I kept up with the first two or three, and then after a little while, I was just like, "This is such a pain in the ass. I'm just going to wait for the trade to come out." Like I want to read this, but I would just, I can't, I can't convince myself to keep, you know, buying uh, single issues when I know I'm just going to buy the trade in the end anyway because that
0: looks better on a shelf and and I can access it easier. Um, Which kind of leads to my next thing. Physical books or e-readers?
1: Physical, yeah. Yeah, I gotta gotta have the book in my hands.
0: I have a whole library
2: and it's been like part of my my dream I've made it scenario is having uh, a room where just an entire like wall is a shelf. Like a long room (laughs) where a whole wall is a shelf. Oh, yeah. That's that... That sounds I amazing. Pre- preferably, <laughs> I can open up one of those shelves with like a secret book, and then it opens up to <laughs> the room. But like,
1: you know, uh, yeah. definitely the sh- the shelf is required. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, reading on a screen for too long hurts my eyes. Can't can't do it as long as
2: a physical book. There are some good e yeah. like that are that that don't hurt the eyes or anything. I just haven't uh, invested my. <laughs> I haven't invested <laughs> the money to to get them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I've I've found myself reading on tablet on my tablet more often, but it's it still will never pale. Like it, it'll never live up to actually holding a book in your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, movies or TV? Ooh.
1: Oh, TV. I'm a TV guy. I got to have my bite sized chunks. <laughs> my my attention span won't let me sit. Like if, if I know I'm about to go watch a movie, I'm like, ugh. ugh. I gotta sit for like two and a half hours. This is awful. Uh but my wife which is awful because my wife loves watching movies. That's the thing she likes to do. And I like, I don't want to do that. Sorry. <laughs> I'll watch one episode of something with you, but I'm not gonna watch a whole movie. I I think they
2: both have their merits for sure. Oh, absolutely. I think I lean more movie, but you know that sometimes a story is is too big and too complicated to tell in a movie um cinema tends to be very flat just by its nature people complain about lack of nuance in like marvel films and stuff like that and i'm like most cinema there's not a lot of nuance to be had because you have two hours to work with and not uh, like that's just not really long enough to get further than these are the good guys these are the bad guys this is the plot Uh, and that's not a bad thing. That's, there are a lot of great, great movies, uh, that do a lot with the form. Uh, but sometimes you do need a a TV show that can really get in, like Game of Thrones would never have worked in a, in a, in a movie format. Um, so, so yeah, like for sure. Uh, and, and when that show was good, it was really, really good. So, uh, so I see both. I think I lean movie more just because, you know, almost the opposite. Like, uh, he says bite-sized ch- chunks for uh, for TV, but I I want to know that it's going to be over
1: in two hours, and that <laughs> I'm not
2: gonna have to stick with
0: it for eighty. <laughs> uh, Apple or Android? Android. Apple. Yeah. It's it's not
2: a loyalty thing. I'll say no. that it's not a it's not like a uh, you know I'm I'm irrational. I don't think androids are like bad on, on principle. Uh, They're just what I know, and I'm not going to change it now. I buy a phone, like, once every six years, too, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, so I have an Android for my personal phone, but then for my day job, I have an iPhone, and I get so confused (laughs) a lot of times, because, like, they're similar, but, like, the differences are glaring, and, like, I'll look like an 80-year-old grandpa, like, you know, trying to figure out
1: my iPhone. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I am whenever I have to use my wife's phone for anything. I'm like, how do you make it go? <laughs> uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Trek. Trek is the right answer.
2: So I do think that Dalton is right, <laughs> but I think I'm more personally connected with Star Wars, as much as that pains me, because that is a fan base I absolutely can't stand. <laughs> uh but yeah, the, those, first, those first three movies, and I'll even give uh, Seven and Eight and and Rogue One credit. Uh, they're good movies, and The Mandalorian Season 1 is great. They're I don't fun. Know. It's not like it's, I don't love it on principle, but I do think yeah. that, uh, I do think it's really good, and I do have more of a personal connection with Star Wars than I do Star Trek, so I guess that's my answer. There
0: you go.
2: Uh, comedies
1: or drama? Dramadies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I lean drama, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it depends.
2: It depends on the day. There are definitely days you need comedies, Mm -hmm. but I think on the whole, I'll
0: I'll, I'll take the drama.
1: Yeah, more often than not.
0: Uh, Chocolate or vanilla? Oh, chocolate. Chocolate. Who who eats vanilla?
1: Who eats vanilla? Who eats vanilla? Well, see, I, I would go towards vanilla. I... I, I they complement each other so well. I like I like the chocolate vanilla ice cream combo. Like it's mm. it's so good.
2: No, you I see, you gotta level that up. Chocolate raspberry. That's where it's at.
1: Ooh, that oh. is good. Ooh, but you put a little vanilla with that raspberry. It's gonna be awesome.
2: I, I like ice cream. I think you're yeah. complicating
0: it. <laughs> uh, you've got three choices for this one: stories set in the past, present, or future
2: yes i don't yet like yes the answer is yes actually i like i i think in terms of what i write i i avoid the presence for the most part Mm -hmm. i think mechaton is like the one exception that we do uh but yeah stories set in the past are great because we have a lot of historical context and we have a lot of ways to really dig into the meat of like that hindsight and stories set in the future are great because they're speculative and you don't know what's going to happen. You can come up with anything. I feel like stories set in the present suffer the most because they're very rooted in what we're seeing in the here and now and experiences kind of vary so wildly that we're only ever catching kind of one side of of it. Uh, so they're the most prone to like aging badly. Um. If I have to pick one, I'd say set in the past, but but that, that's not a hard rule by any means.
1: Yeah, I, I get bored with anything that's actually set in reality, so uh, I, it doesn't really matter when it's set, as long as it's not set here. Because, like, I live here. I don't need to see any more of that. I want to see other stuff. Would you rather be the main character or the sidekick? Ooh. Side sidekicks get the best lines. Like they're the, they're always the fan favorites. It's true. I'll a sidekick thing. I I think... don't want to. I don't want to make those tough choices. So I'll I'll be <laughs> the sidekick. Yeah.
2: yeah. Is this a uh, is this a comedy or is this a George R R Martin book? <laughs> <laughs> One of those. I would like. Main character and the other I would like to be as far away from main characters. <laughs> um uh, yeah I I think I'm a very uh I, I I'm a very uh micromanagey kind of person so I'd say main <laughs> character but but that is but I, I realize that I say that to my own detriment.
0: <laughs> uh Disney Plus or Netflix? Oh Netflix. I don't really use either. I don't. So, I okay. don't like either.
1: Let me be clear. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather have Netflix. <laughs> I, I honestly only use streaming services when there is a show on there that is like coming out. Like I would only get Apple Plus, Apple TV to watch the Godzilla show. I would only get HBO for Doom Patrol. Like I I, I don't I don't watch a lot of streaming services.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's weird. He has cable. I don't understand. <laughs> the oldest thirty year old I've ever met. A Pluto TV. I will say, I'll, I'll just put on Pluto TV and just put on a random episode of Star Trek or or uh, iCarly. That's on there. It's just a lot of fun. It's TV, guys. Remember TV?
2: No,
0: no, we left <laughs> it behind for a reason, Dalton. <laughs> and uh, my my last question for this: uh, binge watch shows versus watch weekly? Weekly weekly i can't binge it's better to watch weekly Mm -hmm. but
2: i do binge watch shows
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i uh my attention span is so fried that uh if i am sitting for more than two episodes at a time i am getting antsy and i want to get up and do something else Uh, i think I, Which is I, awful when Stranger Things comes out because my wife only wants to binge Stranger Things, and I'm like, they're making the episodes feature length films, honey. I will not binge the show with you anymore. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, uh, especially because they keep on saying every, le- every season is the last season, and then they're like, just kidding, we've got another one. <laughs> um, no, I. I uh, what I've learned, or what I've what I've sort of experienced, is is uh, that. When you give up the watching episode to episode, like uh, uh, weekly, uh, you do give up like that common language that we all have to talk about stuff that's exciting as it comes out and all be on the same page about something. Uh, and the last time, like it really became pronounced uh, when I uh, when the Last of Us TV show is coming out because that you know came out once a week and I was really into it. I was watching it as they came out. And it, uh, you, you could feel the difference. Uh, you know, I think at the same time we were doing podcasts and stuff and people would be like, did you catch the last episode of last of us? And we would have something to talk about and bond mm-hmm. over. So I, I do miss that for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's, it's not locked to that anymore. I'm glad people have a little bit more freedom, but, uh, but yeah, I do think there's value in it. So I have to pick one. It's, it's watch, uh, week to week.
0: Yeah um yeah there was like there are those shows though where you know especially before you know streaming and binging really became a thing i remember watching lost week to week and Mm -hmm.
2: that was like a show
0: that was designed for sure to make people go what is happening
2: what is going on
0: (laughs) yeah and then yeah years later um a buddy of mine he was like just going through a lot of different shows and then he's decided to watch Lost. and it was on Netflix or, you know, whatever. And so like, I was just so jealous of him to be like, Oh, cool. You get to not have anxiety for a week over what just happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A week, try an entire summer when they're the season ends. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Hmm. So uh, anyway, what, uh, what comics are you guys reading right now? Dalton, what
1: are you reading? Um, I am, uh, I have severely cut back on my pull lists, unfortunately. Um, so right now I'm kind of just, uh, reading the, uh, the bread and butter of, like, uh, Green Lantern, uh, Iron Man, the Avengers book, uh, but I am, uh, I treat myself to the new, uh, Titan Conan series, uh, by Jim Zubb. Uh, and the first arc was drawn by uh, Roberto Della Torre, and uh, that book slaps hard. And uh, I'm super excited because Titan is also, like, this month, they're relaunching Savage Sword of Conan, uh, the big magazine, black and white editions. Uh, I'm very excited to to see that. And uh, I, I've kind of fallen down a bit of a Conan sword and sorcery rabbit hole because of it, uh, but it's, uh, it, it's, I'm getting a lot of research done for Frankenstein if that helps nice absolutely Uh, i have been
2: uh slacking a little bit in my reading i haven't had reason to uh most of my reading got done on the train uh Hmm. but the last i think the last full like graphic novel that i read was basil and oregano which is this book uh it's a really cute take on like witch academia like magical school kind of thing um that like tackles privilege in a really interesting way. And, and it, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, Melissa Capri- Crap- Crap- Cap Caprillion, I think is <laughs> how you pronounce that. Uh, and then my, uh, a friend of mine uh, for Christmas got me Black Cloak. Uh, and I'm really excited to read that one by Kelly Thompson. And I read Barrett. that first issue, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm really excited to read that one. Um, right now I'm reading uh, Authority uh, by uh uh jeff uh Vandermeer. right that's his name yeah the guy who did uh annihilation it's the second book in that series uh and it's
0: really good it's really good awesome so what advice would you have for somebody who's just getting started in the world of comics
1: uh don't don't It's the same advice I give every time. Don't do it (laughs) unless you Uh, really care about comics. Do it for
2: love, because you're not gonna. It's 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 it's, it'll hurt you. Especially writing. I think yeah. I think doing it is is the most important thing, um, Mm -hmm. and and getting your hands dirty and just like putting stuff out there, uh, because the yeah the most important thing is just is is having something to show Um, you know it it doesn't do you any good to be sitting on a bunch of scripts you have to Mm -hmm. get stuff out there and i would write and to anyone who's just starting out i would definitely recommend the shorter the better get your one pagers your four pages your eight pages done get your one shots you know 20 page 24 page one shots out there Uh, don't start with a full series don't repeat our mistakes (laughs) Uh, hey, you yeah. know we
1: we started on the eight pagers and then we got we into an to an ongoing
2: series, and, and then uh, we that, did an ongoing, <laughs> and that was uh, that was where we took a step too far. I think uh, we always end up taking a step that, too far. I'm we so, I'm so glad that we did uh, that we get to tell these stories, but yeah, it's 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 it hurts. <laughs> it's it's very painful to keep up with, uh, and it's. Uh, <laughs> It definitely in terms of just showing people what you can do, getting to show them the beginning, middle and end of a story all in one package is super valuable. Um, Mm -hmm. And you definitely you want to be able to show people that you can land the plane so that when you ask them to, uh, you know, take your hand and let you uh, and take them on the magic carpet ride that is your ongoing series, they'll trust
1: that you're taking them somewhere that they want to go. Yeah, and don't worry if you can't draw because I can't draw, and that's how we started. I was drawing eight-page comics, and we were stapling them together and taking them to conventions, and somehow we ended up doing doing mechaton. So, like you just like well said, doing it is the most important thing. Dalton draws pretty well. He draws draws
0: better than me. So, uh, what else are you guys working on that you might be able to give us a little bit of a tease? Uh, Dalton
2: right now is working on a series of, uh, fantasy, uh, uh, short novel, novelettes, uh, kind of, uh, uh, call them pulps. Yeah. Early Conan style kind of, uh, you know, 40 pages at a time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm working on a book called smut and that's all I'm (laughs) going to
0: say about that. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any cons or shows or anything like that lined up in the, uh, in the upcoming months, do we? Um,
2: uh, we're on the waiting list for C two E two, but mm-hmm. other than that, we don't have anything hard uh, uh, planned out right now. Um, Are we yeah, still waiting convents. for Arkansas Comic Con? Yeah, conventions have mm-hmm. been uh, more expensive, choosier, and less frequent, so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's harder to say uh, where we're going to be at any given point in time. We used to know uh, a good two or three months in advance. Nowadays it's usually the week before that we get notice whether or not
0: we we are actually going.
1: It's obnoxious.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That yeah that would that would uh not make me that would make me all sorts of anxious and everything. (laughs) yeah um, we make it work yeah.
2: <laughs> we want to like let me be clear we want to show up we will do smaller shows we love we love just showing up and be in places but uh yeah so g- getting stuff nailed down is is oftentimes
0: uh difficult to do in in advance unfortunately so where can people find you online uh best we places our websites honestly yeah, which
2: is our yeah. name WellsThompson.com, daltonkshannon.com that's the that's the way to like connect with anything related to us um if you want to just keep up with us in in a more passive way let us deliver the content to you we have a newsletter it's called comics cats and cocktails where we talk about all that stuff uh you get behind the scenes pages you get cocktail recipes you get pictures of my cats um and uh, yeah, follow uh, my account on Kickstarter uh, and you'll be notified whenever I put something out, which is frequently. Uh, other than which that- we have
1: one right now.
2: We do have one right now, Mechaton. You should, you should get it. It's the best way to get on board because you're getting the whole first arc. Um, and uh, other than that, other than that, for as long as it exists, I am on Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, my uh at Wells Thomp. Just my name minus the last three letters. Uh, Technically, I'm on Blue Sky, too. I may go there if it looks like uh, that's going to be a valuable place to be. Uh, Right now, I'm only on every so often. But uh, those
0: are the main places that you can find me for sure. So one more time, give us the info on Mechaton and the Kickstarter.
1: Mechaton, it's on Kickstarter right now, Volume 1. It's the uh, entire collected edition, collecting the first five issues, the entire first arc. You get 108 pages of story. It's all ready to go. We just got to print it. Uh, lots of goodies to grab, deluxe editions, uh, foil covers, uh, prints, you name it. We, we've got it all. Uh, never been a better time to actually jump on board with, with Nekaton. You're going to get something that looks really good on your shelf. And uh, who knows, you might actually enjoy reading it too. I would hope so.
2: It's funny. It's uh, it's it's kick you in the teeth action. It's a lot of heart. Uh, it's got something for everyone. The kid in you, whether you're 11 or 85, will it will love it.
0: I promise. Nice. And yes, like like I said at the beginning, too, like I've read it. It's phenomenal. You will enjoy every word on that page. It's just it's such a fun ride so uh but wells you're very welcome wells dalton uh thank you so much for uh taking the time to talk to us best of luck with the kickstarter and best of luck with everything else
2: of course thank you you so so much for having
0: us That's going to do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. It would be a shame if you didn't follow us on Facebook and Instagram at thegeekawakenspodcast or on Twitter at geekawakens. Theme music created and produced by E. Cannon Beats. Our logo was designed by Shay McCain. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We're boldly gone.